Hey everyone, thanks for coming to the Preacher Chick Podcast. I'm Stacy, the Preacher Chick, and today is day 230 of reading the Bible together every day this year. Today we will be reading 2 Chronicles 21 through 24. We'll also be reading Psalm 76. Let's get to it. Jehoshaphat rested with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David. His son Jehoram became king in his place. He had brothers, sons of Jehoshaphat, Azariah, Jehiel, Zechariah, Azariah, Michael, and Shephatiah. All these were sons of King Jehoshaphat of Judah. Their father had given them many gifts of silver, gold, and valuable things along with fortified cities in Judah. But he gave the kingdom of Jehoram because he was the firstborn. When Jehoram had established himself over his father's kingdom, he strengthened his position by killing with the sword all his brothers, as well as some of the princes of Israel. I mean, you talk about somebody with a inferiority complex, somebody who's insecure, like it was his, but to ensure nobody ever even tried or attempted to assert their, what they even, though it, there was none, um, place, he just, he just killed them all. <laughs> Jehoram was 32 years old when he became king. He reigned eight years in Jerusalem. He walked in the ways of the king of Israel as the house of Ahab had done. Right there. Boom. Not good. For Ahab's daughter was his wife. He did what was evil in the Lord's sight, but for the sake of the covenant of the Lord, for the sake of the covenant the Lord had made with David, he was unwilling to destroy the house of David, since the Lord had promised to give a lamp to David and to his sons forever. During Jehoram's reign, Edom rebelled against Judah's control and appointed their own king. So Jehoram crossed into Edom with his commanders and all his chariots. Then at night, he set out to attack the Edomites who had surrounded him and the chariot commanders. And now Edom is still in rebellion against Judah's control today. Libna also rebelled at the time against his control because he had abandoned the Lord, God of his ancestors. Jehoram also built high places in the hills of Judah and he caused the inhabitants of Jerusalem to prostitute themselves, and he led Judah astray. Then a letter came to Jehoram from the prophet Elijah, saying, This is what the Lord, the God of your ancestor David, says, Because you have not walked in the ways of your father Jehoshaphat, or in the ways of King Asa of Judah, but have walked in the ways of the kings of Israel, have caused Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem to prostitute themselves like the house of Ahab prostituted itself, and also have killed your brothers, your father's family, who you were who were better than you. <laughs> Whoa. The Lord is now about to strike your people, your sons, your wives, and all your possessions with horrible affliction. For you, sorry, you yourselves will be struck with many illnesses, including a disease of the intestines. That sounds glorious. Um, until your intestines come out day after day because of the disease. The graphicness of this is terrifying. To have a disease of the intestines until your intestines come out. Whoa. The Lord roused the spirit of the Philistines and the Arabs who lived near the Cushites to attack Jehoram. So they went to war against Judah and invaded it. They carried off all the possessions found in the king's palace and also his sons and wives. Not a son was left to him except Jehoahaz, his youngest son. After all these things, the Lord afflicted him and his intestines with an incurable disease. This continued day after day until two full years passed. Then his intestines came out because of his disease. Oh my goodness. And he died from severe illness. But his people did not hold a fire in his honor like the fire in honor of his fathers, meaning they didn't care. 
Jehoram was 32 years old when he became king. He reigned eight years in Jerusalem. He died to no one's regret and was buried in the city of David, but not in the tombs of the kings. Whoa. Then the inhabitants of Jerusalem made Ahaziah, his youngest son, king in his place, because the troops that had come with the Arabs to the camp had killed all the other sons. So Ahaziah, son of Jehoram, became king of Judah. Ahaziah was 22 years old when he became king, and he reigned one year in Jerusalem, just one year. His mother's name was Athaliah, granddaughter of Omri. He walked in the ways of the house of Ahab, so another, another winner. For his mother gave him evil advice. So he did what was evil in the Lord's sight, like the house of Ahab, for they were his advisors. And after the death of his father to his destruction, he also followed their advice and went with Joram, son of Israel's king, Ahab, to fight against King Hazael of Aram and Ramoth Gilead. The Arameans wounded Joram, so he returned to Jezreel to recover from the wounds they inflicted on him in Ramoth Gilead when he fought against King Hazael of Aram. Then Judas King Ahaziah, son of Jehoram, went down to Jezreel to visit Joram, son of Ahab, since Joram was ill. Ahaziah's downfall came from God when he went to Joram. When Ahaziah arrived, he went out with Joram to meet Jehu, son of Nimshi, whom the Lord had anointed to destroy the house of Ahab. So when Jehu ex executed judgment on the house of Ahab, he found the rulers of Judah and the sons of Ahaziah's brothers who were severing Ahaziah and who were serving Ahaziah, woe, who were serving Ahaziah, and he killed them. Then Jehu captured him. He was hiding in Samaria. Then Jehu looked for Ahaziah, and Jehu's soldiers captured him. He was hiding in Samaria. So they brought Ahaziah to Jehu, and they killed him. I'm so sorry. I lost my place. The soldiers buried him, for they said, He is the grandson of Jehoshaphat, who sought the Lord with all his heart. So no one from the house of Ahaziah had the strength to rule the kingdom. Goodness gracious. You talk about like disaster. When Athaliah, Ahaziah's mother, saw that her son was dead, she proceeded to annihilate all the royal heirs of the house of Judah. Jehoshabeth, the king's daughter, rescued Joash, son of Ahaziah, from the king's sons who were being killed and put him and the one who nursed him in a bedroom. Now, Jehoshabeth was the daughter of King Jehoram and the wife of the priest Jehoiada. Since she was Ahaziah's sister. She hid Joash from Athaliah so that he she did not kill him. While Athaliah reigned over the land, he was hiding with them in God's temple six years. Then in the seventh year, Jehoiada summoned his courage and took the commanders of hundreds into a covenant with him. Azariah, son of Jeroham, Jero, Ishmael, son of Jehohanan, Azariah, son of Obed, Messiah, son of Adaiah, and Elishaphat, son of Zikri. They made a circuit throughout Judah. They gathered the Levites from all the cities of Judah and the family heads of Israel, and they came to Jerusalem. Then the whole assembly made a covenant with the king in God's temple. Jehoiada said to them, Here is the king's son. He will reign just as the Lord promised concerning David's sons. This is what you are to do. A third of you, priests and Levites, who are coming on the Sabbath, are to be gatekeepers. A third are to be at the king's palace, and a third are to be at the foundation gate. All the troops will be in the courtyards of the Lord's temple. No one is to enter the Lord's temple, but the priests and those Levites who serve, they may enter because they are holy, but they are all, but are all the people, sorry, but all the people are to obey the requirement of the Lord. 
completely surround the king with weapons in hand. Anyone who enters the temple is to be put to death. Be with the king in all his daily tasks. So the commanders of hundreds did everything the priest Jehoiada commanded. They each brought their men, those coming on duty and the Sabbath of those going off duty on the Sabbath, for the priest Jehoiada did not release the divisions. The priest Jehoiada gave to the commanders of hundreds, King David, spears, shields, and quivers that were in God's temple. Then he stationed all the troops with their weapons in hand surrounding the king, from the right side of the temple to the left side by the altar and by the temple. They brought out the king's son, put the crown on him, gave him the testimony, and made him king. Jehoiada and his sons anointed him and cried, Long live the king. When Athaliah heard the noise from the troops, the guards, and those praising the king, she went to the troops in the Lord's temple. As she looked, there were the king's there was the king standing by his pillar at the entrance. The commanders and the trumpeters were, te- were, the, were by the king, and all the people of the land were rejoicing and blowing trumpets, while the singers with musical instruments were leading the praise. Athaliah tore her clothes and screamed, Treason! Treason! Then the priest Jehoiada sent out the commanders of hundreds, those in charge of the army, saying, Take her out between the ranks and put anyone who follows her to death by the sword. For the priest had said, Don't put her to death in the Lord's temple. So they arrested her, and she went by the entrance of the horse gate to the king's palace, where they put her to death. Then Jehoiada made a covenant between himself, the king, and the people that they would be the Lord's people. So all the people went to the temple of Baal and tore it down. They smashed its altars and images and killed Matin, the priest of Baal, at the altars. Then Jehoiada put the oversight of the Lord's temple into the hands of the Levitical priest, whom David had appointed over the Lord's temple, to offer burnt offerings to the Lord, as it was written in the law of Moses, with rejoicing and song ordained by David. He stationed gatekeepers at the gates of the Lord's temple so that nothing unclean could enter for any reason. Then he took with them the commanders of hundreds, the nobles, the governors of the people, and all the people of the land, and brought the king down from the Lord's temple. They entered the king's palace through the upper gate and seated the king on the on the throne of the kingdom. All the people of the land rejoiced, and, and the city was quiet, for they had put Athaliah to death by the sword. Joash was seven years old when he became king, and he reigned forty years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Zibiah. She was from Beersheba. Throughout the time of the priest Jehoiada, Joash did what was right in the Lord's sight. Jehoiada acquired two wives for him, and he was the father of sons and daughters. Afterward. Joash took to heart. Joash took it to heart to renovate the Lord's temple. So he gathered the priests and Levites and said, Go out to all the cities of Judah and collect silver and gold. I'm sorry, and collect silver from all Israel to repair the temple of your God as needed year by year and do it quickly. However, the Levites did not hurry. So the king called Jehoiada the high priest and said, Why haven't you required the Levites to bring from Judah and Jerusalem the tax imposed by the Lord's servant Moses and the assembly of Israel for the the tent of the testimony? For the sons of that wicked Athaliah broke into the Lord's temple and even used the sacred things of the Lord's temple for the Baals. At the king's command, a chest was made and placed outside the gate of the Lord's temple. Then a proclamation was issued in Judah and Jerusalem that the tax... God's servant Moses imposed on Israel in the wilderness be brought to the Lord. All the leaders and all the people rejoiced, brought the tax, and put it in the chest until it was full. So when I was in high school, we attended a church that needed some building renovations done. And there was an elderly uh, gentleman who was quite the handyman, quite a craft, quite a craftsman, um, did all kinds of um, woodworking type things. And he built this beautiful wooden chest 
Um, I mean, it wasn't huge, but it was a decent size. And um, he lined it with felt and um, and stained it. It was it was very very pretty. And every Sunday morning during part of our worship um, would be an opportunity where the chest would be opened and people could bring special offerings to put into the chest for the purpose of work around the building. And it was called a Joash chest. That's what we did. So it would be a moment in worship where, where whoever was leading worship or the pastor would get up and say, if you'd like to contribute towards the work of the building, um, we invite you to bring your offerings and place them in the Joash chest. And then just anything that went into the Joash chest was for the building fund. Anyway, um, just a little point of connection there, a little illustration. Whenever the chest was brought by the Levites to the king's overseers, and when they saw that there was a large amount of silver, the king's secretary and the high priest's deputy came and emptied the chest, picked it up, and returned it to its place. They did this daily and gathered the silver in abundance. Then the king and Jehoiada gave it to those in charge of the labor on the Lord's temple, who were hiring stone cutters and carpenters to renovate the Lord's temple, also blacksmiths and coppersmiths to repair the Lord's temple. The workmen did their work, and through them, the repairs progressed. They restored God's temple to its specifications and reinforced it. When they finished, they presented the rest of the silver to the king and to Jehoiada, who made articles for the Lord's temple with it, articles for ministry and for making burnt offerings and ladles and articles of gold and silver. They regularly offered burnt offerings in the Lord's temple throughout Jehoiada's life. Jehoiada died when he was old and full of days. He was 130 years old at his death. He was buried in the city of David with the kings because he had done what was good in, within Israel with respect to God and his temple. However, after Jehoiada died, the rulers of Judah came and paid homage to the king. And then the king listened to them and they abandoned the temple of the Lord, the God of their ancestors and served the Asherah poles and the idols. So there was wrath against Judah and Jerusalem for this guilt of theirs. Nevertheless, he sent them prophets to bring them back to the Lord. They admonished them, but the people would not listen. Listen to this. The Spirit of God enveloped Zechariah, son of Jehoiada the priest. He stood above the people and said to them, This is what God says. Why are you transgressing the Lord's command so that you do not prosper? Because you've abandoned the Lord. He's abandoned you. But they conspired against him and stoned him at the king's command in the courtyard of the Lord's temple. King Joash didn't remember the kindness that Zechariah's father Jehoiada had extended to him that killed his son. While he was dying, he said, May the Lord see and demand an account. At the turn of the year, an Aramean army attacked Joash. They entered Judah and Jerusalem and destroyed all the leaders of the people among them and sent all the plunder to the king of Damascus. Although the Aramean army came with only a few men, the Lord handed over a vast army to them because the people of Judah had abandoned the Lord, the God of their ancestors, so they executed judgment on Joash. When the Arameans saw that Joash had many wounds, they left him. His servants conspired against him and killed him on his bed because he had shed the blood of the sons of priest Jehoiada. So he died. They buried him in the city of David, but they did not bury him in the tombs of the kings. Those who conspired against him were Zabad, son of the Ammonite woman Shimeath, and Jehazabad, son of the Moabite woman Shimrath, the accounts concerning his sons and the many divine pronouncements about him and the restoration of God's temple are recorded in the writing of the book of the kings. His son Amaziah became king in his place. Psalm 76. Oh, God is known in Judah. His name is great in Israel. His tent is in Salem, his dwelling place in Zion. 
There he shadows the bow's flaming arrows, the shield, the sword, and the weapons of war, Selah. You are resplendent and majestic coming down from the mountains of prey. The brave-hearted have been plundered. They have slipped into their final sleep. None of the warriors was able to lift a hand. At your rebuke, God of Jacob, both chariot and horse lay still, and you are to be feared. When you are angry, who can stand before you? From heaven, your pronouncement, your pronounced judgment, the earth feared and grew quiet. When God rose up to judge and save all the lowly of the earth, Selah. Even human wrath will praise you. You will clothe yourself with what, with the wrath that remains. Make and keep your vows to the Lord your God. Let all who are around him bring tribute to the awe-inspiring one. He humbles the spirit of leaders. He is feared by the kings of the earth. And that's it for today, friends. Come back for tomorrow's reading as we continue to read the Bible together every day this year. I'll see you then.